moving right along and uh, glad I made it. <laughs> I'm sorry for missing the first part and I apologize to my additional presenters who I missed. It's a combination of uh, poor hearing agenda changes and having turned into a puffball. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm, I'm here now, so we'll see what happens. Um, so our <clears throat> topic is um, kind of the message in everyday life. Uh, the fraternity of light itself was created for that very purpose. Back in the 70s, uh, my, my, the founder and my Can teacher. What your name is? Oh, I'm sorry. Moynadine Christopher Clark. Yeah, thank you. Um, so my teacher, Amin Mako, um, who had been studying with the Sufi order, found uh, an expression inwardly that uh, he couldn't deny, and that was what he called not being able to deny the cry of, mankind the great orphan and now we would call it humankind the great orphan but um, it was and so it became the mission of his life to reach out and what he found he was looking and looking and searching and always trying to innovate ways to reach what he called mankind the great orphan and he was talking about the people who were suffering from in their lives um, from a lack of an ability to know their inner self and to to have the tools to, as, as Anna was saying, the practice, um, to be able to transform their lives in ways that he knew were possible because most of the ways that were in the world were pretty esoteric and they weren't digestible to the common person. And so um, he made it his life to to try to find ways of doing that. He was deeply enmeshed in the yogic tradition, but he said it's just too complicated. The, the world can't understand it. So um, one day he was uh, fiddling with some books in, a, in his uh, home above his head, and a book fell on his head, and it, it opened in front of him, and it was Hazrat Khan's The Purpose of Life. And he read it, and he says... He says, this is it. He says, this is, the man, this is the man of all seasons for me. And from then on, he saw that that's what Murshid was doing. And so he, was, he, then, so then he, he adopted the, the message and um, made it his life to move the message forward into humanity in as many ways as possible. And so we would, we would do things, as some of you have heard, we've mentioned this before, but we'd, we did a lot of... Um, uh, classes, just, just meditation classes or what we would call positive thinking classes. And the language was important because we never used the foreign terms. The practices were fun. They were done in such a way that, that um, people didn't think they were doing esoteric practices. But in fact, they were doing meditation. They were doing concentration. Um, and so we would, you know, we would carry these out into the world and, and adapt them to the forms of the people that we could find venues for. And we were, we were putting up um, flyers in, in, in the break rooms in factories. And we would get calls, surprisingly, from supervisors of factories, a supervisor of um, surgical units where the nurses wanted a class in, in uh, relaxation. So you do a class in relaxation, but what do you throw in? You throw in the elemental breasts. We just said this morning, isn't that something unique? It's transformative. So, um, so this work was, this was kind of the mission that came through, and it's the one that, that we still hold um, and love to share. 
um, and still kind of pop, kind of propagate in the same way. You know, looking for opportunities in in the world, in everyday life, and and offering it. Now I see that happening more and more and more. So it's it's less and less unique. That's good. That's very good. Um, somebody just mentioned Shahabuddin's book being like, hey, anybody can consume this book. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. You know, the the, the making things digestible to um, anybody. Um, now the. The new initiative, and it's not new because nothing's new under the sun, but the initiative I'd like to talk about a little bit today um, in, that's coming through that seems to me to be, ex from my experience, and I've been working with it now for three, two and a half, three years, is called the Light Bearers Initiative. And I may have mentioned it at one of these other venues here, um, but I'd like to share a little bit about that. It's, it's a wide open initiative that's really part of the universal, um, number one. Uh, number two, it's really also part of this new movement that uh, Zia's t been talking about, um, the, the spiritual chivalry, uh, or the, the Sufi uh, futua, um, as he calls it. So you'll all recognize it in your own way because you're all light bearers. In fact, here I would say you're all lamp lighters. Um, but what's going on, as we know, in humanity today is that um, there's, there's upheaval going on. There's, there's transition. There's transformation. And... That's occurring because of the, the paradigms and the structures of duality have to be broken so that a new paradigm can emerge, and that's a paradigm of oneness. Luan Von Lee calls it the light of oneness, but it, it's, this, it's a paradigm shift into unity and a sense of oneness. Um, and it's coming through from the inner planes. And, um, but the thing is, it has to be birthed. And we're, we're part of that birthing process, all of us. Light bearers are a part of that birthing process. And it's done in a million different ways. That's why no one organization can claim it. No one person can claim it, but everybody can claim it. That's why it, it fits real well with this, um, this flow in the, the fraternity and probably why you know, I, I took to it uh, as an inspiration. Um, it, it does require positive, affirmative action by people to birth. It's not going to birth by itself. We, we have to birth it. As one of my Mershita elders, um, I call her my spiritual mother, Mary, you, you may have met her uh, a few years back. She um, was here at this gathering in, uh, at the abode. But she says, we are the ones we've been waiting for. And that's not her, I think that comes from the native tradition, but we are the ones we've been waiting for. So it, we have to engage in this, this radical positive action in order to birth this initiative. And that's where this Light Bearers Initiative comes in because it's a, it's a, real, good, uh, it's a real good midwife. It's a real good midwife. And it, um, hopefully it's not all on the, uh, we've been talking a lot about male and female and midwives are, are the female. So hopefully there's, elements of that here. Um, 
So it's a universal commitment. It's a universal um, initiative. Um, what would I like to say about it? Uh, there's, there's different kinds of light bearers, let's say. Um, there's, there's light givers. And light givers are people in the world who are just doing good. They're, they don't want recognition for it. They don't think about it. They haven't pledged themselves to it. They're just people that are working in the soup kitchens. They're working for meals on wheels. Uh, there are people who smile, make it a point to smile at people on the street. You know, you just run across these people. And often when you meet them, some, you, you feel it. I mean, the woman that I met at the counter at Starbucks at the St. Louis airport literally knocked me on the floor with the love that was coming out of her eyes. I, I got a cup of coffee and I didn't want to leave. <laughs> and she's a light, she was absolutely, you know, a light giver. Whether she thought she was a light bearer or not, I don't know. Now, light bearers, let's say, maybe are a little bit different in the sense that there are people who have decided this is a, a part of my life that I want to commit to, that I want to pledge to, that I want to vow to. And they make a vow outwardly or inwardly to uphold light. And what do we mean by light? We mean light in all its forms. Light is, is positivity. Light is a smile. Light is picking a piece of paper up off the, off the pavement. Light is letting somebody cut in front of you without getting mad at them. Um, light is um, comforting somebody that, that you know or don't know. You know, light is expressed in all these positive ways. Respect is light. Um, 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 consideration is light. Uh, all the positive qualities are expressions of light. So, so light bearers, in one way or another, have, have vowed to uphold this light in life. And, and um, we, we see these people all over, but in the case of the Light Bears Initiative, I hold classes on this or, or short seminars on it, and people get it. And they want to vow to it. The one, you know, not all of them, and it's, 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 a, it's completely a free choice. But the ones who do, yeah, you know, I feel like I'm a part of that. And, and I said, well, it's not between you and me. It's between you and the light of universal truth. And that's where your commitment lies. It's with nobody else. So in a way, it's like between you and God. But we don't say God. We say it's between you and the, and the light, the universal light of truth. Yeah, they get that. It, it just, like, it picks up and there's sparks in their heart. Um, and then the lamplighters. Um, the lamplighters are, um, of course, consciously making a pledge to uphold the light uh, amidst darkness. And they've also, they also tend to work, lamp, lamp lighters work also on the inner planes because the work of light is not always on the outer planes. It's also on the inner planes, those who know how to work. So it's a little more esoteric. That's why I say in here, lamp lighters, you know, you're lamp lighters because that's how you work, and you know how to work on the inner plane. So it's a little deeper level, and, and I do talk to people about this level, but it's those people who are, are ready and interested in it. Um, so so, so lamplighters work on the inner and the outer planes, plus they also work to light others, other people's lamps and get those lamps light, and then to help them stay lit. And how do you help lamps stay lit, or how do you reinforce the light or keep it bright? You just be present to it and affirm it, anywhere and everywhere you see it. So you see light coming at you, you give light in return, and you be present to that light, and it's just recognition. You know, recognition is so powerful, and the recognition of the light 
through, um, sometimes it's, you can do it through a touch, sometimes you can do it through a hug, sometimes you can do it through a, some kind words. You know what you're doing is just wonderful. I wish everybody could be like you, you know, something like that. And it's like they feel good, they feel reinforced in their light giving, and they want to continue. It's just, it's just a, a boost. So, so lamplighters um, do that kind of thing. And we do it for each other. And when we become part of the Light Bearers Initiative, especially when we vow or pledge to it, we become part of this universal brother-sisterhood of light. And it exists. It's real. And it connects us on the inner planes to the, the, all the illuminated souls. And that's a very, very real, tangible connection that doesn't have to come through an order. It comes right from heart, from the light of the one heart, to the individual light, and then the community light is there. And it's kind of like the uh, stars of Indra's net, you know. So isn't this um, Pirvalayat's quote is kind of apropos here. Can you imagine taking a vow to become a knight of light as part of your spiritual practice? The work would entail protecting the victims of manipulation and greed. In addition, you would act, on the, act to counter the actions of those who cause suffering to others. Assuming a role on a cosmic knighthood of service, however, requires attuning to the spiritual power that flows all the way down through the hierarchy of beings who form the spiritual government of the world and to those on the earth plane working to better the human condition. He was obviously aware of um, th this um, brother-sisterhood of, of light. He was obviously part of the, the Futua. So I'd like to share just a few things that have emerged, um, and you'll recognize them uh, as part of our tradition. Um, a vow, one minute, I'm gonna read fast. A vow um, that one can take, I vow to uphold the light of truth amidst darkness. A pledge one can make, and I do this every morning, in the one, united with all the illuminated souls, I will uphold the light of truth. An affirmation, uh, I mean an invocation, invocation, in the one, the perfection of love, harmony, and beauty, we unite with all the illuminated souls to uphold the light of truth. And then the most interesting thing is a self-initiation came through. And so as somebody, you know, an, an initiation is, is, as Mershid says, is a step forward in an initiative. There is an initiation here and it came through and it's not one that one gives to somebody else, it's one that one makes oneself. So it's a self-initiation. I think that's kind of radical. But anyway, it goes, in the service to the light of truth, in the presence of the angelic host of light and all the illuminated souls, I offer myself to the world as a light bearer. May this light guide me, may this light protect me, and may this light make my vision clear. And w there's more to this form. There's a little bit of form to it. And, um, and um, you know, there's, we, maybe I can share that at another time. And the practices, there's many practices we all have done with light. And there's practices that are good for the general public and good for the uh, light lamp lighters as well. So, so this seems to be really palatable to people, and that's why I wanted to share it here today.